Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Multifamily Streamlined. I am Leslie Mathis, owner of Streamline Multifamily Group. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, thank you. And if you are back for episode four, thank you. I truly appreciate all of you listening to us twice a month and I hope this will be a resource for you. If you haven't heard my story, I fell into the multifamily industry 19 years ago as a housekeeper and worked my way up from what was obviously a very entry-level position. Most of my career, I was an RPM until four and a half years ago when I went out on my own as a consultant. And then I joined Woodfield Development as their asset manager. Wow, can you believe that February is almost over and Q1 is two-thirds of the way complete? We had a fun interview scheduled, but weather and flight delays have gotten in the way. So I thought I would check in on your 2020 goals. How are things going? Are you making your goals? If there is a miss, what are you doing to minimize and make up? Remember, if you write it down and focus on our plan, we can be more intentional with our game plan and provide bigger and better results. Listen, Rome wasn't built in a day. I don't want you to get overwhelmed by anything that might already be transpiring this year. We do hard things and move big mountains. But if we take one step or one brick at a time every single day, we will be closer and closer to our goals 30 days from now. So if 2020 hasn't started off the way that you want it, it's okay. Guess what? The good side is that it's only February and we have 10 more months to make up whatever our miss is. If you're off to a great start, remember, go ahead and set harder goals and start working towards them. Don't get overwhelmed and give up. Keep moving towards your goal. I don't know what this statistic is, but I know that everybody says if we write it down, we measure it, we're able to measure it, and we can see bigger and better results. So with our interview delayed and um, I really just wasn't sure what I was going to talk to you guys about. I really was so sad on this interview that it really threw me off um, for a loop. So, or threw me for a loop, however you say that. But um, so I'm kind of recording this last minute, but I hope it doesn't come across that way. My family and I are headed to the Bahamas for a little mini cruise. My kids and I are in Orlando and we get on the ship today. We're going to celebrate my dad's 74th birthday. So I'm really excited. But I, this week, I was speaking to a large national management company for um, their Southeast Annual Leadership Conference. And it really, as I I put that together and I, I thought through, you know, what's important for the maintenance supervisor or their service manager, however you call that title now, I think because I've been doing this so long, they'll probably always be a maintenance supervisor. Um, but what's important to the service manager and the community manager? And probably this, you know, this can go for anybody, especially a regional too. But I talked a lot about the client visit or the owner visit. And I thought that it'd be really great to share this with all of you. I want you to know that this business really pushes us out of our comfort zone sometimes. So 
as we approach 2020, I hope you will shift your focus or your thought process and maybe we do things a little bit different. I want you to get to the point of being uncomfortable, learning to deal with it, and then moving forward. I know that is hard. For a long time, I've said, especially when it comes to pricing, I've told my teams, I want you to be, I want you to get comfortable being uncomfortable because that's where we grow. That's how we push to the next level. If we're always working in our comfort zone, we might be doing great things and I don't want to take away from that, but are we really pushing ourselves to the next level? So I want you to think about that as we talk about the site visit and how to prepare for it. How do we set the framework for a great visit? Is that even possible? You might not like what I'm about to say, and there is no secret sauce to a great site visit. Simply put, we must always be ready for the visit. It truly shouldn't be a big deal when you get the email that the plane is coming to town. I worked for Mid-America for years, and that was always the, the big excitement or maybe the nervousness when we got the note that the plane was coming for a visit. But I never really understood why, because our culture at Mid-America was to always be ready for the paying customer. So I want you to think about that. Your owners might be your demographic, but they are not your residents, meaning they are not paying rent. We need to be always on for the prospect walking through the door, the paying customer. Like I said, we should be going the extra mile for them. If we are doing that, we would never have to worry about a site visit. Let me say that again. If we are always on for the prospect or the resident, we never have to worry about an owner's visit or a client popping in for a quick visit. To truly be ready, we have to shift our mindset of our day-to-day operations. This means we need to identify a schedule to touch up daily, sparkle units daily, walk corridors, work as a team to ensure when maintenance sees an issue on site that they let the office know, and we identify a plan to correct. Think the Walt Disney experience. Do you know that there's a fence at Walt Disney or at Magic Kingdom that they actually touch up every single day to make it perfect for the clients or the visitors coming in. That's the mindset we have to have. Always creating the experience on site for the paying customer. If it is important to your owner that the property always looks brand new, then we need to have this plan in place. It means pressure washing weekly and wiping down light fixtures in a garden unit breezeway on a monthly or quarterly basis. If we do not have the manpower to make all of this happen, it is our job to identify a plan and present for approval. Perhaps that looks like a vendor cleaning breezeways quarterly and us doing it in the interim. But remember, if we need to spend additional money, we have to give them a reason to say yes. This comes from facts, not feelings. For example, we run a 280-unit property with three maintenance team members. We turn 43 work orders per month, plus we do all turns in-house. Because we have saved $20,000 in turn cost, 
with pain alone, the property could reasonably cover 6000 in annual breezeway cleanings. We've given them all the facts. Who could say no to that scenario? We're asking to spend $6,000, but we've saved twenty. So it's still a $14,000 positive impact to the bottom line. The property looks better. We're meeting the owner's expectations or our leadership's expectations. How could you say no? Or how could they say no, better yet? Let's make this our year to be intentional and in all we do. It's time to lead with intention and focus to be our best selves and deliver the best results for our company and clients. If we lead with intention and focus, we will never have to prepare for the visit because guess what? We're ready. Okay, so maybe the truth is you might have to come in a little earlier that morning and pick up the grounds, print reports, or you schedule your flowers to be delivered a couple days sooner. But truly, you're ready. No more mad dash, three-day call in the troops prep for a site visit scenario. You're ready. And most importantly, you are creating the best experience on site for the people that already live there or that are walking through the door ready to sign on the dotted line and become a resident. Can we really accomplish all of these things unless we are aligned as a team? We honestly spend more time at work than with our families. How do we find that alignment? Remember, we do not have to like everyone we work with, but we do have to show them respect. I earn respect by giving respect. It takes all types to make the world go around. Let's throw out some of our old school thoughts and ways and remember there is not always a right or a wrong. If our goal is to get to point C, as long as we get there and deliver the best product or expectations, then hey, maybe we just found another way to do things. I truly believe the maintenance manager partnership alignment allows for success. Success equates to higher NOI and higher NOI equates to increased value of the asset. That is what we're all looking for. No matter the type of product that we manage, the length that we're holding it. I challenge each of you to do quarterly team building efforts with your property or your portfolio to build camaraderie. We see this translate in value on our assets by higher quality performance. When we are having fun or enjoy work, we move those mountains easier. Managers and service managers, you can do this on site too. We don't have to spend a ton of money and have big outings. There are 9 million trust and team building exercises online that you could do in your weekly meetings or your quarterly meetings or just, hey, for fun and all like in the middle of the day, just do a a pop-up team building exercise. Sometimes we need a break in our busy day. Sometimes we just need to stop and focus. But what would be even more fun is if we took 20 minutes, if we're working with intention and focus, I promise we're being more productive and we can find 20 minutes in the day once every seven or 30 days to do a team building exercise. Maybe you even break it up with um, just the office team or just the maintenance team. And then you do one the next time with everybody together. You can find the time for what's important to you. 
and building our team and creating camaraderie on site should be one of our most important elements. So we set the stage for a great visit and we are fully aligned with our team. We are living the dream, but real life kicks in. The rainbow goes away and the butterflies stop flying. Then what? How do we handle when something goes wrong on the visit? Because remember, it always does. The dog pees in the elevator, an irate resident comes in, maintenance tech gets hurt, a naked resident in the parking lot. Yes, that happened to me two years ago on a site visit and ended up as a really big ordeal, Um, but it is kind of funny to look back on now. Please hear this. Your boss, your leadership team, the CEO, your client, they are all real people and they just want to see you jump into action. And know that firsthand, you can handle any situation that arises. Are you too good to pick up the cigarette butt or clean the dog urine out of the elevator? Don't let them see you sweat. Again, you jump into action and this all builds confidence in you that you can handle anything that is thrown your way. They get to witness you firsthand in action. While it's embarrassing, that things go wrong, especially when we work so hard for them to be perfect. It honestly is a good thing. Confidence looks good on you. Again, no excuses of why something isn't done. Only solutions. That's all they want to know. The hallways aren't perfectly touched up. No sweat. We have a plan to make sure that this gets completed and we share it with them. They don't want to hear that everybody had the flu and then we had 43 move-ins over the weekend and that's why everything doesn't look great. You put it on your visit agenda for the day. You point out the issue and you own it. I'm on it should be used sparingly. A plan outline will be much more impactful. Doesn't it feel better for us to know the issues, outline the plan and communicate that during the visit? No one likes a visit when the client, the leadership team, or your boss is pointing out all the issues. It's very uncomfortable for everyone and not to mention demotivating. I hope this has been helpful and I hope you will think about this when you go or when you get ready for your next site visit. It really doesn't have to be stressful and maybe you don't think about it before your next site visit, you think about it today. Maybe you just had one and you have a to-do list that you need to work out. Really and truly, start mapping out the plan of how you can always be ready. If we're ready for the paying customer, then our site visits don't have to be so stressful. They should be fun. And as you work through this, as you change your thought process, I promise they will get more fun. You will love the great feedback that you're getting. And remember, it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be always ready for the paying customer. And we have to have a plan. So again, if you're not ready for your site visit on Monday, Map out your agenda, know what's wrong, but have a plan and communicate it out. Again, thank you so much for joining me. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll see you back here in two weeks. 
I'm really excited. How we will do things in March is we will do two interviews and we have some really great ones coming up. So please come back and join us and share with all your friends. Thanks.